Hey, welcome out to Third World Linux. I am Jal and this is a car episode. I am coming back from a Christmas party with some of my uh, co-faculty and uh, I am not riding with anyone or nobody's riding with me or whatever. So I figured I'd take the time to uh, talk to you guys about what's been going on with well, at least my life. Uh, I can't speak for AG other than um, apparently he lost his microphone or something and uh, is married now. So he has uh, to worry about married life stuff. So there we go. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just going to give him the benefit of the doubt and just say that uh, he's, he's happily married and Mandaluyong or wherever it is that they live. So there. Uh, what's been up with me? Well, it's, it's been a while since we've done an episode of Third World Linux, um, and a lot of it is because we haven't been able to like sit down and get the time to record, or, or like uh, we haven't actually asked each other to record or anything. Um, well, well, partly for me because like I, I don't want to disturb his, uh, his 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 marital bliss. I'm I'm assuming that they are doing the whole like it's our first year being married thing. So I just let them be them or whatever. On uh, my end, I think the last time that we or the last time that I recorded an episode. I mentioned that I had left reputable media company to pursue a career as a teacher in what I am now going to be calling a reputable educational institution in the Philippines, and uh, it's been it's been a hell of a ride so far. Um, the, the, when you apparently when you start teaching, that, that first year is always hell. Uh, like like I have to or when you. Uh, when you are a student and you and you think that like midterm exams are tough and that's like kind of crunch time for you, uh, I, I have something like 150 students um, that I'm teaching this semester. I had 200 students last semester, and that is well, that is a lot of papers to check, right? And, you know, some of them are brilliant, right? Some of them are really uh, some some of their ans- and uh. Some of their answers are really nice. Like when you when you read uh, when you read the essays, you're like, oh, this is a pleasure to read some of these like answers to this exam that you painstakingly designed. But some of the others are just like, really, where have I gone wrong as a human being, or where where, where am I uh, where, where am I lacking as a teacher in that I expect an entire essay and I get like three sentences. So there uh, yeah I'm, I'm driving home uh, so so just just a little bit of a just for a little bit of context right so I, I started teaching at um, reputable educational institution in the Philippines and I am teaching the 11th grade specifically a core subject in the K-12 program of our Department of Education in the Philippines, a class called Understanding Culture, Society, and Politics. 
which is one of those classes that is uh, it, it's, it is well very squarely within the social sciences it's sort of an interdisciplinary approach to uh, culture society and politics right so we take elements of anthropology elements of sociology um, elements of political science and we apply it to well the study of culture society and politics in general and in my case I like to bring it to the Philippine context so uh, we we have like big ideas in the social sciences and what would we mean by culture society politics but then at the end of the day we try to contextualize or at least I try to contextualize it into uh, Philippine culture Philippine society Philippine politics and if there is time at the end of the semester I try to narrow it down even more and uh, try to get the students to reflect on where they situate themselves or uh, how they situate themselves within this larger um, context of Philippine society and culture. So that's what I do with UCSP. I likewise teach a class called Disciplines and Ideas in the Social Sciences, which is kind of a... What's the, the technical term for it? It's a survey course on the different social sciences, right? So what what is uh, what is sociology, demography, what is uh, anthropology, economics, that sort of thing. So what are the areas of inquiry? What are the methodologies that are used? That, that sort of thing. So that, that covers like the disciplines in the social sciences and the ideas in the social sciences are the various approaches. So stuff like Marxism, the functionalist approach, uh, feminism, as a way that, as a way by which we view the world, so these, uh, this is sort of a survey course of various disciplines within the social sciences, and ideas, or approaches to uh, the study of social phenomena. Uh, so this semester it is UCSB and DIS. Last semester I taught this class called uh, called Philippine Politics and Governance, which is this class that's very heavily focused on the powers and structures of the Philippine government. So uh, what is a democratic system of government? What is a republican system of government? Uh, what do we mean when we speak about a uh, uh, legislative, executive, and judicial branch that um, have separation of powers and checks and balances, that kind of thing is quite quite basic stuff if you think about it and uh, this is I really love teaching that class though like uh, Paul Gove we call it Philippine Politics and Governance uh, we had to take it in college at some point right but like, they moved it down to high school so I'm teaching Paul Gove which so far has been a lot of fun I really look forward to that class but we're not here to listen to me ramble on about being a teacher we are here to listen to me or we are here to talk about Linux and how it has or, and it's it's really interesting right because like that was something that I held uh, that, that I held pretty close to, to the chest or whatever that figure of speech or uh, or, or whatever that cliche is like when I introduced myself to the faculty and stuff um, it wasn't something that I made very uh, it wasn't something that I like pronounced to the world shall we say 
like I didn't say like hi I'm Zhao and I'm a Linux guy uh, no I'm, I'm Zhao I, I'm the UCSV teacher and um, the kind of plays the guitar and I like computers right? that's how I introduce myself more or less um, but as to my uh, my my continued use and advocacy or I'm not sure if advocacy is the right word but my continued use of the Linux operating system it's something that I sort of kept to myself initially until I met the system administrator of um, the network in school right like this guy is awesome uh, recently we were talking and, and it, it was only recently right so I've been teaching for like I've been teaching at that institution for like a, a semester and a half shall we say so I, I talked to the uh, to the system administrator guy I'm gonna call him Mr. Sys Admin guy so we talked to, I was just talking to Mr. Sys Admin guy uh, for whatever. Oh yeah, because because I needed to get my credentials and stuff for the portals when we uh, when we submit our grades. It's all online, which is pretty, which is which is really cool. Like like we don't have a uh, we we aren't. I, I don't think at least we are required to have a uh, we are required to have a. A physical grade book like it's all online which is pretty cool or not as not, not really online um, it is well it's all hosted it's all hosted on the first floor of our building but uh, we can use the internet to get to it I, I'm probably saying too much but there so we were I needed to get my credentials recently because uh, you know I was kind of sad. I was kind of sandbagging it. So, I was like, yeah, uh, can I set up an account with our learning management system, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. And he's like, yeah, sure, sure. And uh, I started looking at their data center. Like, what do you have stored there? And I was like, oh yeah, there's the that portal. There's the website of um, reputable educational institution. And we do host a number of files here and whatnot. Oh, so it's a file server. It's, yeah, but then it's also a web server and all that. And uh, he and so I ask him like, "What are you running on that? Like, don't tell me you're running like Windows NT or something." And um, he says, "No, we we run Linux. Uh, the 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 server OS obviously is Linux, and some of the server OSs in some of the other parts of the building, well, they uh, they they also run Linux. They run Ubuntu." Them, like, what do you run in the main data center of the school? And he says, Slackware. And I say, Oh my god, sir, you like to build stuff from source. And he's like, Yes, because it uh, means I have more control over my system and it makes the um, it, it's better for security and whatnot. And here I was thinking that I was uh, the, the most like nerdy Linux guy in the building, but as it turns out. Our, uh, our our dude on the first floor, well, apparently he likes to use Slackware. So I'm like, all right, hand. If, if, if you can see me right now, right, I have my hands like, no, I, I should put my hands back on the steering wheel, right? So there. Uh, it was only fairly recently, like a couple of weeks ago, 
that I actually told them like, hey, sir, uh, maybe I, maybe uh, you can give me something like 10 gigs on your server, you know, maybe like virtualize something. Give me like a little piece of, you know, Debian, like, like virtualize a Debian box for me your server and I can uh, host a website on there for my um, campus journalism elective or something like that and he's like yeah sure I'm like my god I was just kidding but why not so that's something that I'm gonna that I'm kind of looking forward to <laughs> like being able to play around at least in this little sandboxed environment on the server of uh, the institution that I work for which is ah quite nice if you think about it because right now I'm on uh, the, the, the the campus journalism elective that I handle like these guys or the, the, the website um, I am currently hosting on a digital ocean droplet with a wordpress instance installed on it obviously right? uh, that way like at least a lot of the kids are familiar with um, how the CMS works and you know it's just a nice free and open source uh, it's a nice free and open source option that we can sort of allow kids to use. Although, although just just for kicks, I should be like, hey, let's uh, migrate the site to Drupal. What's her after like two months of our? Yeah, fine. But uh, point is, point is, I'm talking to the sysadmin guy, and the sysadmin guy is pretty cool. He's a uh, pretty Linuxy, <laughs> right? Um, like, well, he asked me though, like, oh, so, you know, what do you, uh, what do you use when you do, like, uh, what, 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 what languages do you, or what, like, yeah, he straight up asked me, do you use C++? I'm like, no, sir, I use Bash. And he looks at me, he's like, you really are a Linux guy. I'm like, yeah, I'm a Linux guy. But, uh, oof, there's a bus that is backing it. Wow, that bus is huge. Hmm. So there, uh, and there, there's also the uh, there, there's also the information technology. There's also the IT teacher, who is a pretty cool guy. I, I should have him on the show uh, if we ever get the chance, or if you know, uh, hmm, if we do, but whatever. So the IT guy or the IT teacher. I really like the guy. He's a really funny guy, but. Uh, like we, we we were talking about uh, we were talking about technology and uh, our IT teacher and our our physics teacher, funnily enough, is also quite a bit of a technology nerd, as is our chemistry teacher. But like the thing is, they all tend to be pretty hardware oriented people. So like the IT teacher set up the set up the computer lab. In or set up the new computer lab, like he did all of the wiring, and he uh, he set up the server in the new building, or he, he set up the internal server, the new building, or something. I really have no idea how their entire how the entire network there is structured, or if uh, actually I think each um, I think each like department right so so like 
feel like the elementary school and the, the high school, like they have their own computer labs with their own like internal servers that are all connected to the main server. But I'm, I'm not sure how how it's all uh, how it is all structured. But all I know is that the one in the new building was put together by our IT guy. He's like, oh, dude, check out the wiring under the floor. Like, whoa. So that guy's really cool, but he's a hardware guy. Uh, the physics teacher is also like really cool. Like this guy is really nerdy, and um, like I will always remember that he set up an elective called Introduction to Arduino, and all he did was teach uh, teach his students how to dick around with microcontrollers. Like, sir, that's pretty cool. So naturally, I bring the Raspberry Pi along with me. Oh, you should join the elective. Like, no, I'm not being paid for that. But he's a pretty cool guy as well. We played up. Uh, we played Fibbage, which was really nice as well. Like a couple, like like a bunch of us in the faculty room decided to play Fibbage just for fun during like lunch. Right, cool teachers. So, yeah, um, that is, oh no, the, the, the Raspberry Pi, I use it in class sometimes, like straight up, straight up freaking rule of cool, right, like all of our, or a number of our classrooms, all of our classrooms in the new building are outfitted with like built-in projectors and stuff, and you know, just plug them into the wall. So, you know, there, there is always an HDMI cable sticking out of the wall that I just plug the Pi into and uh, have it run off of a power bank. And, like, instead of using one of them lame freaking clickers, I use a, a Bluetooth mouse, <laughs> which is, well, which is pretty, um, which is pretty inexpensive, but... It's, it's very low-tech as well for something so high-tech. It's extremely low-tech, right? Like, the, uh, all of the... A number of, the, a number of the, the, the classrooms in the new building have some wireless projectors and stuff that you like, can download an app on your phone and like it captures everything on your screen or displays everything that's on the screen of your phone. So, you know, it's... Uh, that's a little bit more quote-unquote high-tech but there are some days that I just feel like going like, screw it I'm going to plug my Raspberry Pi into the wall actually a lot of the time I do that right because it is it is a just to make a statement like um, free and open source software is something that you can really be it's, it's really cool right you have your phone and you can freaking attach it to uh, the Wi-Fi uh, to to uh, the the quote Wi-Fi hotspot that you have on um, you can attach it via Wi-Fi to the projector, but eh, that isn't quite as powerful and as flexible as being able to pull a full-fledged computer and a wireless mouse out of your pocket and be like, alright, class, uh, give me five minutes and I'll have our presentation set up for our lesson today on culture and society. Like, 
Yeah, you get to see what looks to be like a, a nice like laptop interface, but no, it's this little uh, it's this little thing that fits on the palm of your hand. Like, nice. Uh, and a couple of and a couple of students have been like, "Oh, sir, is that a Raspberry Pi?" I'm like, yeah, it's a Raspberry Pi. I got mine off of uh, Pi Hut or Pi Maroni or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, cool, my." Like there was actually a student whose parents are computer engineers or some, or some sort of engineer. He was like, oh yeah, so you should check out our Raspberry Pi cluster. And like, he starts showing me pictures. Like, oh, cool. Anyway, um, that's my life now. Right? And uh, I really want to continue with Third World Linux, but it seems like AG really doesn't have the time or something. And the thing about Third World Linux is that this show, or this this podcast, has always been about uh, Jao Etienza and A.G. Demesa sitting around once a week or once every two weeks talking about our Linux lives in the Third World, right? So not necessarily always about like our uh, use of Linux from day to day, or day to day, but also shall we say, our interactions with other regular human beings. And um, I think AG, the way he likes to describe it is, uh, you come for the Linux, but you stay for the third world. Or something ridiculous like that. Which is a really nice tagline. Like, you can tell that this guy was a marketing major. So you come for Linux, you stay for the third world. And when we say that, we more or less mean this is our interactions with one another as like AG is my best friend in the world and this interaction that we have with one another is just as much a part of third world Linux as you know our uh, admittedly quite flawed understanding of the culture that is built around this operating system made by some Finnish dude so um Basically, what I'm saying is, uh, either, either like wait for AG to, you know, like find a nice schedule and recording day, or uh, tweet him, be like, hey, congratulations on getting married, but uh, dude, third with Linux, or I don't know, just let him do whatever the hell he wants to do, but there um, I feel kind of uncomfortable I feel rather uncomfortable uh, continuing this show uh, or continuing this podcast weekly if I don't have or I'll even bi-weekly or monthly if I don't have a conversation with AG because a lot of what this show is about is that idiotic interaction between me and my best friend and um, until such time that he finds his microphone or gains back the hashtag passion then it's going to be just sort of sporadic rants like this where I'm driving home from freaking Liloan after a Christmas party with some of the faculty and telling you guys what I've been up to because in all honesty 
this is also something that I quite enjoy doing. But like I said, AG man. Speaking of stuff that I enjoy doing, I'm I really want to start like a podcast with some of the people in our faculty room. Like some of them are genuinely some of the most interesting people I've ever met. But that's a different conversation for a different day. And perhaps a different RSS feed. Or, I don't know, I'll probably put it on this one as well. Just so you get a feel for uh, for my teachery Linux life, if you want to call it that. In the third world. So, um, just sporadic episodes will pop out. I hope. Probably. Most likely. Because I really enjoy doing this. Like talking to myself. Or talking to all... However many two of you out there that are listening to me. Which might as well be... You know the feeling. Dude, try sitting down in a car and just like talking to people that you can't quite... Nebulous, quite nebulous. Um, yeah. So I really don't know how to end this other than uh, saying visit channel14.com because Martin has been, dude, that guy has been uploading freaking third world gaming with uh, our buddy Onorico from this site called Critical Index. And he has also been quite religiously uploading new episodes of Jobber Talk. So if you're into that sort of thing, just go check that out. But otherwise, uh, I, I, I guess watch this space. I don't know. But until next time we speak, keep on Linuxing and do things for love.